there. Now Mac here with what should be the first of many Now Mac live chats. This is my brand new uh, seven subscribers uh, filled with YouTube channel for everything that's non-combat sports betting content. still be talking uh, combat sports over here, but just not betting on it. That and a ton of other stuff, general interest topics, some serious, some not so serious, and like pretty much everything in between. As the description on the YouTube bio says, from the pleasures and struggles of modern life to 90s sitcoms, fantasy fiction, reality TV, and even a little bit of pro wrestling mixed in between. So yeah. Episode one. I was away from uh, YouTube for a while. I had a bunch of personal and professional issues come up. What is up, everyone? Hey. So, yeah, I had some uh, personal and professional issues come up. Kind of just wanted to talk about it for a while. And it feels like that time was almost like kind of passing me by. And so I sat here on my day off. And uh, I feel like getting some of this stuff off my chest. So let's do it. Let's talk about it. Uh, I want to talk about all those things. Um, That's why I created this uh almac live chat to basically talk about anything and everything that basically youtube will allow (laughs) so yeah if you can please like this video subscribe to the channel this stream and podcast uh is produced using Streamyard. if you want to create your own live streams head on over to Mm streamyard.com great tool uh for you know great free piece of online software if you want to get the pro version, like I said, here at the bottom, use the promo link tinyurl.com almac sy. You get $10 off your first month. It helps you, it helps me, uh, it helps StreamYard. We all win. So hit that up if you're interested. And then if you can, follow me on Almac Odds if you haven't already. Again, if you're new, my name is Almac. I'm a contributor at fansided.com as a combat sports and pro wrestling writer. I'm also a creator, the creator of combatodds.ca and co-creator of sparkoflifemedia.ca. If you want, you can check out all my content in one place over at muckrack, muckrack.com slash almacodds. So yeah, thank you for joining me. Uh, So yeah, I just wanted to do this video kick off this channel and explain you know what's been going on with me where i've been and my absence from the you know combatodds.ca the youtube world kind of my cryptic um coming and going on the twitter twitter sphere and what was going on with combat odds hq and the post show and everything like that i just wanted to share you know the absolute truth I, in my is always the best way to explain yourself. So I feel like I, 
I got to put the absolute truth out there and kind of document it this way. So just to kind of set the record straight and either wipe the slate clean, start all over or continue right back where we left off. You know, however you, the viewer, the listener uh, sees fit. So let's, let's do this. First and foremost, uh, I wanted to thank the Patreon subscribers that stuck around during all of this. Obviously not everyone did, which I completely understand, but there was about five or six people that stuck around. And I just want to say, you know, person to person, thank you. Cause that meant a lot. Uh, basically, you know, I was in a, a legal battle. Me and my spouse were in a legal battle with my landlord involving some issues going on at our uh, apartment. And uh, it, it compounded into, you know, some harassment and stuff that, you know, I'm not going to talk about on this stream just because it's still an ongoing legal thing that hasn't been resolved, but it got so bad that me and my partner had to move. So a lot of that was some taxing, mentally taxing stuff that was going on with me in September and October and uh, causing some stress and anxiety. And uh, also, you know, to be completely honest, struggling to make ends meet with the pandemic and being laid off from my job for a year and a half and finding less and less, you know, enjoyment in, to be honest, in doing these videos and the breakdowns and the post show. And uh, the biggest thing for me is, you know, it turned it around for me uh, besides just, you know, getting my job back is just talking to a professional and talking to someone basically. And uh, if you, my biggest right from the top is like my biggest piece of advice is if you need, if you're, if this sounds at all similar to you, if you need to talk to someone just like about stress or anxiety or depression or just any of those things in general, uh, you know, trust me, I'll, I'll tell you right now that uh, you could, you could deny all of this or say, yeah, I have that, but maybe not enough to talk to somebody. And, you know, it's, very very helpful talk to a professional get your mind right get your coping mechanisms tuned up and get away from like toxic habits and lean on you know um, learn how to you know cope with stress uh, because if you don't it compounds more and more so you know from me to you if you're going through some shit it's okay talk to someone anyone you know talking to a professional is obviously the best thing you can do but if you can talk to somebody that you know just wants to talk to you and speak out you know come to terms with the way that you feel come to terms with your thoughts and say them you know it's a it's a good thing so um yeah having to move uh yet again which i'll talk about later but uh that was a high stress situation and doing it all well you know not having much money and having to rely on like credit and stuff like that so uh that was a major stressor for me and my partner so all of this well like i also decided to quit drinking <laughs> and that's another thing too you know i was i was kind of in denial about drinking and like uh my drinking problems for a long time and i chose to like face it uh in other ways and i just faced all of this head on during the pandemic you know, with work stress and all of that, and with everything going on with my living situation and my work situation, my professional situation with my career, 
you know, I, I picked a hell of a time to quit drinking, but that clarity is uh, definitely the only thing that has gotten me to the point where I can, you know, hope to get back to doing videos and doing content and talking about fights and sports again on a regular basis, because again, getting your mind right and getting mentally healthy is definitely what matters most to me, uh, work and all that other stuff and hobbies and, you know, sometimes those inter intertwine, but that's definitely what matters most. And, uh, you know, you can do this by just, you know, cutting out toxic shit and basically cutting that stuff out of your life because that's another thing. Uh, also, I was, you know, decided to get off social media in a big way, removing myself from like Instagram and Facebook besides obligations that I have because of the website and because of the channel. But, uh, you know, at one point during all this, I was really just at my rope's end and was considering, you know, just even quitting making content in general and unplugging from all of this and, you know, doing the proverbial going into the wilderness type thing. But, you know, things have gotten better. It seems like it was one of those things that uh, it was darkest before dawn. Uh, I got, uh, you know, things turned around. I have a new sports betting industry job that I'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, moved to a new apartment. We got a new studio going that's slowly getting set up. So based on all of that, you know, I, I think I'm going to schedule out a little temporary content schedule as far as the post show goes. And I'll be live on this Saturday for the Aldo font post show. And uh, uh, for next Saturday for UFC 269. And then I think I'll be live. Uh, I might be live for the last uh, event of the year, UFC Vegas 45 on december 18th i'm not too sure just yet uh i will find out what i have going on and uh we'll see where we're at but yeah uh i just felt like we'll go on to the uh yeah i just felt like i needed to do this video before like loading any more content over at combat odds hq because i needed to kind of explain my absence a little bit and you know like basically everything that went on in my absence uh, but not only that, kind of like the whole story behind the website, the YouTube channel, and myself, and how I fit into uh, all of this and how I fell into all of this. Um, so I was a big sports better since I was a kid. My dad had me filling out like parlay cards and pro line tickets. I wasn't really profitable as a single game better, but I had like a system betting parlays and doing round robin kind of unconventional ways of betting that kind of just made watching sports more fun. I wouldn't say I made money doing it, but I definitely broke even more weeks than not, or at least uh, didn't lose like in the long run, didn't lose enough that I was, you know, losing money Oh, in the, you know, throughout the year, I was probably making at least some money. Uh, I was a big pro wrestling fan as a kid so naturally as i got older mma was the next step from like you know fake combat sports to real combat sports i was always into boxing as a kid and a teenager got big into mma when you know the gsp era uh started in canada when that whole rise uh, in popularity happening with his wave of exposure uh, i went to school in Toronto, was involved in the music scene here for a few years from like 2006 to 2010. I moved back home and worked in the mines and the smelter in Sudbury from like late 2010 until 2015. 
got sick of my hometown again and moved uh, with my buddy in suburban Toronto in 2015. And then eventually moved back to Toronto in September of 2015 because I basically just wanted to live downtown during the Blue Jays uh, 2015 playoff run. Uh, I started working at a sports bar in Toronto called The Contender in September of 2015. And basically, as far as, you know, uh, my my betting on combat sports, the rest was history from there. Uh, we were betting on fights, just, to, you know, the people at the bar every single weekend because just the, the fights was one of the things that drew the most at a sports bar, and especially in, in between, like, late 2015 to 2017 uh one of my biggest caches was amanda nunez against misha tate at three to one odds you know put down about like six hundred dollars and cashed quite a bit of money on that one uh with a buddy uh we put down i think it was like 1200 between us and we we walked away with about almost four grand that night uh that was a that was a huge casher and then a little bit later, a Nunez again against uh, Ronda Rousey at plus 170. That was uh, another great casher. Nunez very early was in, you know, from me betting on combat sports, very early for me was one of those go-to fighters that anytime she was an underdog, I was all over her. Uh, we were kind of running, uh, you know, not, I wouldn't say running a book, but just doing like fantasy and stuff like that, doing um, squares for for UFC and MMA and boxing events. Um, but it, all in all, I was working for someone else. So it, it was a good two years of getting really deep into c combat sports in general. And, but in the end, I was working for someone else. So uh, I felt... I felt like I was kind of – I've gone as far as I could when I, in that industry and in working in service and stuff like that. Uh, so a few days after McGregor Mayweather, I think it was like September 5th or something like that, this guy, uh, this guy has a, a birthday party at the bar, and I'm there by myself and cooking chicken wings and, uh, you know – just trying to handle like a party of like 18 at the bar by myself. And this guy asked me to put the Cubs game on and I'm like, yeah, I can do that. We got like a thousand channels. It's not a big deal. I can get any game you want. And then he asked me again, can you put this, this game on the Clippers game or whatever? I put that game on and he was just like shocked that I could, you know, I was just bang on doing it. No problem at his whim. And uh, he, he just started telling me that he was a, pro sports better and uh he was going to he was about to move to costa rica and he was working for a company called sportsbook review and his name was jimmy the bag and he you know i felt like i was i really related to what he was saying to me that night and i was just like yeah i feel like i could do this and i feel like you know as i was already thinking a little bit prior to that i i'm kind of like limiting myself and i needed to take a chance so that night did not go well for me just as having a deal with this birthday party at the bar by myself so you know there was some disagreements uh as a, as a manager and just you know some stuff that went down between me and the ownership that i kind of regret but it is what it is and the next day i quit my job 
and started looking for a gig that could make me some money and decided to get into sports betting as more than a hobby. And I had a bunch of money that I wanted to, you know, invest in myself. So, I, you know, for better or for worse, I thought I decided to invest a large majority of that into a bankroll for sports betting. And, you know, I started to get, stay in contact with Jimmy, started to get close with Jimmy and, uh, he came back from Costa Rica. I think it was in like in March of 2018. And uh, we started talking and he got me a, a writing gig and got me appearing on his show, uh, Betting with the Bag on SBR's YouTube channel. And around that time, I started working in live sporting events and music production again. I got a job with the Teamsters Union and kind of just started focusing on working. We were doing I, working at the Air Canada Center and but I started really focusing more on combat sports in in a way that's the same way that I was focusing on it with like football, with like traditional uh, betting trends and you know systems and stuff like that. And I had it kind of broken down really good with tennis. And uh, we watch a lot of tennis at the sports bar too, and a lot of guys bet on tennis. And I noticed that like tennis it's an individual sport and there's a lot of individual, you know, styles make matchups styles, make matches in tennis and uh, very similar to MMA. So I started to get, get into more into tennis and into combat sports. Then in the summer of 2018, I started spark sports, which was kind of a, a website sparksports.ca that was a database for sports betting trends of all kinds like i just mentioned i had a bunch of people volunteering doing writing and it was just like a wordpress blog uh basically something that grew out of just a few twitter chats and facebook groups that we started doing youtube streams and i eventually you know bought and started up like i said sparksports.ca and you know i was already obligated to what I started with sparksports.ca. And to be honest, um, with the bankroll I, I was working with, I didn't, I didn't want to get like a legit job yet. Uh, so I was trying to, you know, figure out ways to make even like an, another side job. So SBR, they did the IFBC in Vegas in 2018. And I went and had a meeting with some people and was going to try to get in with them on another level, maybe to do social media management on their platform. But in the end, it didn't really pan out. And I just kept being featured on Jimmy's show about two or three times every two weeks. And uh, again, I, I was obligated to Spark Sports and I didn't really want to get a legit job because I was still riding off that, um, that bankroll but it was it started to become like my main source of income so again i think it was around the summer of the end of the summer of 2018 when i met jay from new jersey and we started talking about um you know our our projects and he he had a project that he was thinking of doing and uh <clears throat> we were in involved in that the group a, a bunch of people on like a, gambling twitter were involved in the money gang with like uh king rail and jay and uh and l and just a whole bunch of you know just og gambling twitter people and 
I was kind of hesitant to do anything with anybody, anybody else. And as, as was Jay. So we kind of gravitated towards each other. I was still trying to get spark sports off of the ground and Jay started the sports keg. And I appeared on his channel a bunch with those dudes with sports keg, Jay and Anthony L and Maxwell smart and Tyler and Dave Betts and all those guys, you know, they were awesome at, you know, they, it was a sweet place to hang out, sweet channel to hang out, you know, for eight hours at a time and bet on sports on YouTube. We got, especially on the UFC nights, because, you know, internationally, there's people that'll search the, you know, looking for the fights on UFC. So if you write, you know, UFC 248 live stream there, people are searching for the word UFC 248 live. So you know, you're going to end up getting on nights like that, huge amounts of viewers, thousands. Right. Um, and they're all going to ask you, are you going to show the? are you going to show the fights? Um, so their thing kept growing and growing. And along with spark sports, we kind of just had a bunch of growth and I had a bunch of opportunity with that SBR and appearing on Jimmy's show. And, uh, Jimmy did, uh, Jimmy and SBR did the summit of champions in Miami in August of 2019. And that's kind of when things got interesting. I started to take more of a prominent role as a sports writer for SBR before I was only literally doing like one or two things a year. But uh, after the Miami thing, that's when we really started to, I was getting Rick on their content schedule and, you know, taking more of a prominent role. I was making good money with them, to be honest. And, you know, while we were there, there was some talk about them doing a nightly live show with the guys from the sports keg. And uh, by then, they had like hundreds of shows and thousands of hours of YouTube, and they were really they were getting a good following on their own at the time. So Jay got on with SBR, and they started doing the Live Line, which was a nightly sports betting show, and I'd be featured on it from time to time on Jay's show, mostly just for the UFC events. And this time around, um, around this time is when I really started again to put, you know, other sports aside even more and really started to dig deep in the UFC and MMA and boxing. And, you know, Jay, uh, obviously, and he still is, but obviously then just a super sharp MMA better. And not only that, but he had like the balls to lay big stakes and, uh, you know, he, he probably still does and, you know, had a really good track record of hitting on those spots. So the show worked uh, really, it was really entertaining because there was some good small talk and a lot of good sports betting information. And then from time to time, we had guys just dropping bombs and laying big stakes like Jay Wood on fights. And I personally have to say, I got to thank Jay and Dave. Uh, and that period of time for it really pushed me, you know, to perfect my craft, to keep up with them in a completely different way, mind you, but to keep up with them as a handicapper and a researcher in MMA betting. Uh, so that went on. So then we reach the spring of 2020. And you know uh, what this means is COVID. And you know, SBR before that was kind of now winding down with Jimmy the Bag. And he was kind of looking for another gig. And the live line was still doing really good. But I think Jay and those guys wanted to see if they could kind of parlay their success into something else away from SBR. And I was featured on their show still from time to time, but kind of just uh, kept banging away with Spark Sports. 
and doing writing gigs with them and whatever I can get in the industry to make money, basically, along with betting on fights. So I think it was, it, well, it was, it was UFC 248 was the last time that I was on their show because I actually remember specifically us talking about COVID. I think it was a f- few shows before this, uh, talking about COVID and a few people saying, you know, there's nothing to worry about. You know, it's hysteria. And I was kind of getting like jabbed and dismissed for saying, you know, you can say it's not a big deal, but if it was your friends and family dying, you'd probably change your mind about it. So anyways, UFC 248, you know, that great fight, Wiley Zhang and Joanna Jenjechuk, that fight, uh, along with the easily forgettable Yoel Romero versus Israel Adesanya, uh, that night, that was the last time that I was on their show because, you know, COVID hit. We had a, a big conversation about Jay doing sports cake content again and getting away from SBR that night. So, you know, a few days later, COVID hits and I seem to be the only one that's like kind of taking it seriously. I seem to be the only one of those group, that group of people with all due respect that thinks it's not ridiculous what's happening uh, and, you know, I'm Canadian, but it was a stressful time. And there was just, you know, things specifically about Donald Trump that were said in private. And we kind of just had our differences. And I took it upon myself to remove myself from that group of people. And I went w- w- I went my way without the live line or the sports keg crew from there, basically. So that's how that ended, at least f- from there. So I got... At then at that point, it was like a, a month, a week later after UFC uh, 248, I believe it's March 7th. So it was like the Saturday after that was the 14th. And I think uh, that was UFC Brasilia. By that point, I was laid off from my job, from my real life job, you know, because we mostly do the Raptors and the Leafs. So I was laid off of my in real life job in mid-March. You know, I could pay my rent with my bankroll, but that was eventually going to run out. And, you know, thankfully, and I got to give it to SBR, they let me write for them for a few months during the pandemic, right at the start of it for them, you know, just trying to get some traffic, as much traffic as they could during the lockdown. Uh, But then even that dried up. So I was out on my own, you know, looking for places that needed sports betting content. And I think it was like late April, Jimmy the Bag, once again, you know, such a mensch this this guy is. He got me a gig with this new company. Some some people that were involved with SBR, they, you know, they were doing something else. He told me they were looking for content. And so I jumped on. I started doing UFC content with Clint from the Die Hard MMA podcast. And uh, me and him were both writing for them. We were doing good UFC stuff over at what was known as odds.com. So that was a good little run. Uh, we covered, you know, the big return of the UFC at UFC 249 in Jacksonville, and uh, we were making money. The site was thriving because the UFC was one of the only sports that was going on at that point. So it was a, a good saving grace for me to be able to make money writing about betting on fights. So um, uh, uh, just a, another complete side note. At the same time, uh, I lived uh, – in an apartment this was during the basically the covid lockdowns i lived in the in uh an apartment that had like a shared backyard and i remember that night ufc 249 it was may 9th 
uh, and the people there was we were you know we were in lockdown and the people in my backyard had a full-on party party with guests we were in covid lockdown so uh called called the landlord complained he told me there was nothing he can do all this stuff so that was super stressful and we ended up me and my partner ended up moving because of this because this just continued so that was a whole other story but that was uh the spring of 2020 um you know i we just had to move because it was it was getting worse and worse so uh that ended up that 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 was just a side note that that was something personal that was going on but it it kind of just it kind of just came and and went and it was for the best so the, you know the odds.com thing it went on and it was good and i think it was about mid june or maybe a little bit before then um when odds.com brought on Jay from the sports gag on as an editor. And I kind of was really like, whatever, it's all good. And I, I didn't really mesh well with him, obviously him and his crew because of what was said earlier about COVID and all of that. And there were some cryptic tweets and things like that. And I wasn't really a fan of it. So I gave my notice to odds.com because, you know, I just didn't want to be associated with with that again. And I felt like I would be better off doing my own content and just plugging away, you know, with combat sports betting content on my own platform at spark sports. Uh, so then more time went by. And <clears throat> I think again, it was Jimmy the bag, September of 2020. And once again, I just got to say, there aren't a lot of good people in the sports betting content industry, but Jimmy the bag is, not one of those not good people. He is an absolute mensch. And I wouldn't have anything in this line of work if it wasn't for him, as my story clearly indica indicates. So September 2020, Bill from odds.com calls me, asks me if I have experience with WordPress and writing and editing sports betting content. I tell him yes, obviously, absolutely. And from there, I start as the editor and then become the web manager of odds.com. Along the way, because of Odds HQ was doing such such a good job with the UFC, they had the final the the final weigh-in show that was getting a ton of views every week. And I noticed there was I noticed there was a lack of space in the post-show market. Like you looked on YouTube and there was like the MMA fighting post-show, which is just absolutely amazing. But beyond that, you know, there's the bloody elbow, which is more of just a podcast, and then like that's it. There's a lot of people that do the live stuff. Like I was talking about how Jay and them did, and you get that boosted ratings uh, because of the people searching for the the fights on YouTube. But uh, I noticed there was just a gap in that content. So back in October 2020, I decided that you know Odds.com. Sorry for the in the background. I got a siren. I live in a much busier area now. So, anyways, yeah, October 2020, I decided. That we should do a pod, uh, a post show for UFC events, recapping the betting betting results, and I would go over, you know, how many fights did the favor win, how many fights did the over betting total cash in, uh, the division betting trends for the night, you know, which I had been following and publishing since the Spark Sports days. So we did it. It was UFC 254, uh, Habib versus Gaethje. It was the first day that we did it. It was an afternoon. Uh, it was supposed to be me, Guru, and Bleed. And I think Guru had something going on and had had to bail 
respectfully, I think. So we went ahead with just me and Bleed. And man, it was a good show. From start to finish, you know, the whole run that we had. And the reason that I picked Bleed is because I thought he was a great host. I thought he was really able to keep the pace up in shows and save people like me when they got lost or whatever, which obviously happens. None of us are true professionals from the start. So I kind of leaned on Bleed for that sharpness as a broadcaster. And uh, I was the stat guy and he, the host, and he kind of carried the show. But I mean, in the end, we went from UFC 254 to UFC 260 on odds.com on Saturday nights every single fight night in between from those two points and it was dope and it was a great thing to be a part of and things like this uh with odds.com it didn't work out and i don't know exactly what happened but we all got laid off in the end of march 2020 uh all of the you know all of the shows got canned and me and bleed i feel like we had such a i felt like we had such a good thing going on and so we went ahead and continued with the show. And at first it was just the post show, but then it became bloodshed on his channel, which again was just absolutely awesome. And we had a really good response from our viewers and it was just growing and growing. And obviously we lost a ton of viewers after we had to leave Odds HQ and their channel. That channel had like 20,000 subscribers while Bleeds had like 1.8 uh, thousand at the time so i think it wasn't the same eyeballs but everything that was everyone that was there uh that was there from odds hq was coming over for a reason it was because again a ton of fun content you know we were reliable and there was this huge space that we were still t you know besides mma fighting and the bloody elbow there wasn't that much to compete with it's kind of different now because I feel like everybody else caught on, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. Awesome to be a part of. And from there, uh, from there we went solo on bleeds channel from UFC Vegas 23, all the way up to UFC 265. So the way it worked, we did the live shows on his channel and then I created combat odds HQ and I turned sparksports.ca into combatodds.ca. Uh, we did the live shows on his channel, and I cut up the videos for each fight, uh, and we just did the, the same way that we did at Odds HQ, and I put up the cut-up videos on Combat Odds YouTube channel, and I just created a database of all these results and betting trends, just like we were doing over at Odds HQ, and on odds on combat odds.ca we were just you know linking to all these videos that were the results so it worked out really well and uh like i said we went from ufc vegas 23 all the way up to ufc 265 and then bleed decided that he wanted to start doing content on his own again which i totally respected and i said it from the start bleed carried the show and it was his choice he wanted to continue uh, it was his choice if he wanted to continue or not back in April when he got off from odds.com, uh, after all of that, it was just a favor to me to continue doing the show that I created. So with that said, again, I've said this before, I wish him all the best and it was a super fun thing to be a part of. Um, so yeah. So now we go up to 
more recent times, August of 2021, I decided, you know, I got to try to keep this momentum going, try to keep try to keep it up. I did a few post shows by myself, not really the same energy. I had Lucky Locks Picks come on. Uh, he came on to the show, who's an awesome dude from Eastern Canada, and I'll have him on the show hopefully again soon. Really sharp capper, a guy, uh, you know, he was there when I needed somebody, so I'll always be vouching for him uh, the, just as a capper and just as a person in general. So shout out to him. Check him out on Twitter at Lucky Locks Picks. Uh, so, yeah, and then we get up to September 11th, the September 11th break. The last video we did, I was talking about Holyfield versus Belfour. We wrapped it up. I was said I was going out to a friend's to watch the fights, and that's basically like where things left off with the channel because of the whole story that I got into at the beginning of the stream. Uh, you know, it's funny. I went to my buddy's place out in eastern Canada, out in eastern Ontario, and it kind of felt like it kind of felt like I needed this like metamorphosis about the channel and about the content that we were doing, and uh, I was kind of losing motivation. But I think like as cheesy as it sounds, I needed like a metamorphosis for myself as a person. And like I got home from his place on the week leading up to UFC Vegas 37 and literally and figuratively things in my apartment and my life started to collapse. So, you know, I got through UFC Vegas 37, but I didn't really get through to UFC 266 and all of October was just basically a write-off. UFC 267 was the first UFC event that I didn't watch because I was moving and I didn't have internet since, like, I can't even remember. I was moving. Yeah, so my partner had, yeah, my partner had freaking emergency surgery the night of UFC Busan back in 20, December 2019, Korean Zombie versus Frankie Edgar. And I watched that fight on a television in the middle of the night in the waiting room. But I missed this card. I missed UFC 267. And I can't really remember what was the last one that I missed. I know that I watched UFC Brasilia, which was, I mentioned, I think it was March 14th or 15th, the one right at the start of the pandemic. Uh, but I, I didn't bet on any of that card. I did watch it. But yeah, just because of I was so stressed out over losing my job because of the pandemic and everything that was going on as far as like, yeah, everything. But as far as like UFCs that I've missed, I think it's probably UFC 215 back in September 2017. Uh, Nunez Shevchenko 2, which again, that was like the week after or no, it was two weeks after McGregor Mayweather which was just after I quit the the bar. So I was I was just unplugged in that I think it was at my cottage that weekend. But after that, I was right back into the UFC as a devoted viewer and better. Um cuz I remember 216 was Tony versus Kevin Lee for their interim lightweight belt. 217 was GSP versus Bisping. And also when Rose knocked out Joanna as like a plus 450 underdog, I was on Rose in that fight. So I definitely remember that. I remember Jimmy was on Rose in that fight too. And then UFC 218 was Holloway versus Aldo too, which I remember watching because I just watched it for the tape study of Aldo versus Rob Font. Uh, 
So again, without getting into too much detail, I hope that puts things into a little bit of perspective. Uh, things were so stressful for me that I, you know, I broke my over almost four year UFC event viewing streak. And it was just all having to do with compounding factors uh, involving the apartment me and my partner were living in, my employment situation, COVID, all those things tied together. It was just not a really good time. Uh, and I had no motivation to do any anything involving Combat Odds HQ and this chi channel. So it kind of just fell away by the wayside. But, you know we moved into this apartment that i have now things have gotten better i got the studio going i've got a few new gigs um so we're making money we got some free time so i just needed to lay it all out there <laughs> as far as <clears throat> who i am uh where i come from what my background and all of this was because there was never really any introduction made on combat odds hq on the channel we kind of just hit the ground running and assumed everybody knew what the story was um so yeah that's me i'm al mac follow me on twitter at al mac odds and uh yeah i'll be the main host and content creator of combat odds hq so yeah thank you for letting me do that um because that brings me to the final part of the stream and it will likely be the shortest because I just want to I want to get back to creating some content and talking about fights because I don't like talking about myself. I like talking about fights and picking fights and betting on fights. So this is literally like the only time in the past for as 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 long as I've been creating content as a sports betting content creator. This is literally the only time I've ever shared anything personal, basically and it needed to be done and that's what episode one is um so yeah that brings me to the last and final point the future of combat odds hq and combat odds.ca um so yeah let's talk about it um the future of this channel as a youtube channel and CombatOdds.ca. First, I want to say once again, thanks to everyone that supported and came to this channel while we were on this little hiatus tier. The way I intended for this channel to work um, was by creating long-lasting and useful content that could be viewed, you know, um, you know, over months and weeks and months at a time. And that's that's essentially why the 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 channel was able to grow over time here we go just getting the channel pulled up here um so yeah it was intended to be videos and stuff like that that were clipped breaking down the results of the fights but also cataloging and databasing the results and the individual fighter trends as well as the look aheads which were very useful you know while we were away because we had like the Ortega Volkanovsky that we already did. We had, um, I believe we had uh, Nagano. We still have the Nagano um, uh, Cyril Gone video up there. So, you know, thank you so much for those people that, you know, there was a ton of growth on the Combat Odds HQ channel. 
and I, hopefully that continues uh, while we're back to making content. And as I said, I'll be back with uh, the Combat Odds post show with a few special gets in the coming weeks. I'll have Lucky Locks picks for UFC 269 and hopefully Liam picks fights and a few others uh, for the other events that are coming up. So look out for that. Join us, you know, as the post show will continue on Saturday nights and then any nights that I miss, I'll come back with a quick recap video on the Sunday afternoon after the fact. Um, so, yeah. So now let's go to the big – once again, uh, big, big, big thank you to everyone who stayed with us uh, on the Patreon over this little hiatus. I appreciate that very much. Not all of you did, and I totally understand that. But for those who did, thanks so much. If you haven't already, hit up the Patreon for five US dollars a month for all of my combat sports best bets across all major MMA and boxing events. Um, very much appreciated. I'm going to be doing a lot more Patreon content in the new year, uh, and I'll talk about that in one second. Just going to get this pulled up here. We got these two, these two fights. Or we got this fight coming up this weekend. I have the Jose Aldo UFC betting trends uh, as well as Rob Font. <laughs> well, I appreciate the uh, the messages from We Can Do It. Very much appreciated. Um, yeah, it, it's weird. You know, we have trolls like that. Somebody writing like constantly, no one cares. No one cares. The guy sent messages for like eight minutes saying, no one cares. No one cares. Stuff like that. It just makes me laugh. It's, it's a, it's a mirror. If no one cared, why are you harassing me? <laughs> you know, on YouTube, I feel like you care if you didn't care you would just turn it off like everybody else who isn't harassing me or messaging me things you know it doesn't really matter if no one cares i'm not doing this for people that care i'm doing this for myself as i said from the start so thank you <laughs> uh so yeah i'm going to be doing a lot more patreon content in the new year we'll have the 2022 betting trends for the ufc and for bellator which I'll start from scratch and have that up each and every week for people to look at. I'm going to try and work on sharing my database with Patreon members as well uh, to an extent. Uh, so look out for that. Keep it tuned. Combat Odds HQ channel for more information on that as we get closer to the new year. Uh, so Combat Odds, the website, combatodds.ca. I've updated a bunch of the betting results um, for the, uh, the bunch of the events that I missed. Uh, so that's all there, as well as the individual fighter betting trends for both the fights in this week's main event, as you can see here, as well as, uh, you know, I'll continue to be doing this as the weeks and months go by, as well as adding fighters from my database and all the fighters that we cover on the recap show to try to get as many of these individual fighters uh, on, on the betting pages. Um, we're going to also get the division betting trend pages just like we were doing over at odds hq and odds.com uh for each ufc event i'm already putting that up i'll have like a master page like we were doing before 
hopefully some point this week or next before definitely before the end of the year we'll have the 2021 betting trends to wrap up the year and then we'll start from scratch with the 2022 betting trends and then we'll continue to break that down just as we did uh event by event and division by division like i said uh we're gonna have bellator and the ufc early access to that week by week for Patreon subscribers at the higher tier. And then week by week, just completely for free, the betting trend event pages will continue to be out to the public. Again, with some early access to the Patreon subscribers for the big UFC events. All right. So let's see. Is there anything that I missed? That guy sent 30 messages saying that nobody cares over eight minutes. That's that's quite interesting. Anyways, um, another thing that I wanted to say, since there's going to be some weeks where I might not be able to do the Saturday night post show, those weeks I'll have more post fight or sorry, pre fight content. So I'll try to do that. Um, You know, I'm going to have I'm going to try to focus on doing one main event or if the main event isn't that good i'll try to do the co-main or something like that at least one one full fight breakdown and then i'll also do the full uh the full card kind of rapid fire going through each event um so yeah that's i'm going to continue to do that uh walter white in the chat welcome back stay healthy look forward to watching your videos see how hard is it if you if you're gonna say something stupid, why? If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. It's that simple. Otherwise, you might have a problem. All right. So, is there anything that I missed? I don't think so. I've gone way longer than I wanted to, but we're rolling here again at Combat Odds HQ and CombatOdds.ca. Be on the lookout for my main event breakdown for this weekend's UFC event. Follow me on Twitter. Let's pull it up here. Follow me on Twitter, AlmacOdds on Twitter. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Until the next Almac live chat, talk to you later, folks. Um, It is what it is. Whatever happens, happens. Thanks for tuning in. If we're here again, if we're not, goodbye.